162 games of the baseball season and winter comes along just to end it. So the annual problem for a baseball fan is finding a good way to watch it. Like maybe going to the park or watching on TV or just catching the highlights. Watching Gary Sanchez strike out a hundred times or seeing Judge hit a bomb. Bang! Bogart's making plays, Rafi hitting nukes, or Barnes blowing a save. Arguing with your friend, making dumb bets, or complaining about your team again. As you can tell, there's a whole lot of stuff to hear before winter comes again. Come on, y'all. So chill with us, cause Gamby and Beal are gonna say it all. So chill with us, cause Gamby and Beal are gonna say it all. Manfred! Gamby and Beal are making a podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Yank Your Socks Off podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Andrew Gambardella III, and joining me, as always, my best friend and co-host, Matthew Beal. Beal, you must be feeling a hell of a lot better than I am after this weekend. How yes, are you doing? I am. I'm feeling good. How good? Real good. <laughs> And why might that be, Bill? The Red Sox beat the Yankees. Yeah, they did. Twice. Yep, two out of three. The Yankees, honestly, lucky to not be swept. I, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was bad to say the least. So, it's it just abysmal. I mean, you blew, they blew a game. Clay Holmes again. On Friday night, Saturday, a big time win late uh, that almost didn't win again. And then the Red Sox put on a show. Michael Waka put on an absolute show on the mound. He had a perfect game going coming into the fifth inning. Um, incredible. Yankees couldn't touch them. They looked lifeless on offense. But DJ LeMahieu got hurt too. So everything not good. Really not good. Yeah, yeah, really, really kind of awful for the Yankees. Um, Garrett Whitlock, you know, did his thing. Yeah, he did. Love to see it. Three innings pitched this weekend. Uh, five strikeouts. You love to see it. Um, as you said, Michael Waka, big game Waka. Um, Rafi. Kind of started breaking out of his slump the other day. Uh, some big nights from uh, Tommy Pham. Three days in a row, really, had extra base hits, I think, every day. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I could not be more happy. Actually, I could be. We could have swept you guys, which is what I predicted. And it didn't happen. I was off by a game this week. Yeah, you, you came close. 
um, but no cigar. And I, I am happy that we did not get swept. I'll take that out of here. Um, there's a grain of salt in there. Um, but this Yankees team, they've scored eight runs in their last five games combined. The offense is just abysmal. And, you know, the pitching, the bullpen, you can say as much as you want about them, but I'm not going to blame it on the bullpen. There's still a long season to go. I said I would be done with this team. Um, and losing S- Sunday, I, I felt nothing, really. I, I just felt, you know, I wasn't mad. I was just, this is what I've come to expect. It was really sad. It was like, wow, I've become comfortable. Um, it's not that I'm comfortable. It's just like, I mean, it's the same old, same old for past 12 years. It's just heartbreak. And then they're going to have a run here at the end of the season. I, I, I know they will when they get back healthy. So I'm going to try to not get myself too hopeful so that I end up uh, heartbroken again, just like how I'm feeling right now. Yeah, I, I know where you're at, buddy. And I feel sorry for you. But, um, I mean, just Yankees, they really let you down. I can't believe you're still a fan. Well, I'll forever be a fan. That's that's for certain. Um, I, I'm just not an avid fan anymore. I, I don't think I'm going to watch every game now um, like I have been. It's just... You know, there's better baseball out there to watch. Maybe I'll watch the Mets. They're playing incredible baseball. Yeah, or even the team behind them, the Braves. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) Dodgers are playing great baseball now that they have Joey Gallo. I mean, all all is wonderful in in every place but with the Yankees. So I just – it just – it hurts to say it. It just hurts. Um, but you must be feeling good. Also, the Yankees have not won a series since the Orioles back back in July. Orioles series at Camden Yards. I went to the game to a game, the what the Saturday night game in which they lost. So, yeah, maybe I am a good luck charm after all. Um, that was or the- or you just started their their losing streak. Mm. yeah (laughs) yeah that's i'm just kidding that's another way to look at it but you know coming up this week if are are you done talking about the yankees yet and the red sox this past weekend i don't think you are so i'll leave the floor to you because i was going to move on to next week because i want to get to next week as fast as possible I mean, honestly, the Red Sox beating the Yankees only matters if our injured people can come back. So I'm not going to sit on my high horse and say this is an adrenaline boost for the Red Sox. It only is if guys like, well, Kike is coming back tomorrow. If guys like Kike are coming back and providing a jolt to the offense, then I, I feel pretty confident only being – um, four and a half games back. I, I feel fine about that. Like, I wouldn't say confident, but I feel fine about it. And it's not a whole, like, crap ton of ground to make up. It felt like it when we were losing every series. But kind of chipping away at this deficit has definitely been helpful. But, I mean, that only means so much um, if 
your but like it, it only it only matters if your dudes are gonna come back and be dudes like on the field if Trevor's story's gonna come back and did what he was doing prior to injury and Kike does the same then I don't think the Red Sox are much better but if they come back and provide a jolt and um play honestly uh, like decent baseball maybe slightly above average baseball that's kind of all we really need from those two because right now at second base and center field we're just in a hole I, I mean defensively offensively it it goes all around and um jaron duran is the only solution we have in center field and that's proven to be just abysmal and yomer sanchez can hardly stay on the mob roster so i don't i don't love where we're at uh position wise and it would be really nice to fill out the rest of our lineup but like these guys got to come back with like a vengeance and with something to prove and i do think they will but i mean i'm putting that on them uh because we we do have enough room to make up and i mean there needs to be a significant improvement to be able to chip away at those four games so um that's why i'm not getting too cocky about what happened this weekend because there's still a lot of questions. Yeah, that's that's more than fair. Um, yeah, Duran is is you said he's the only answer right now. He's not an answer. He has yet to get a hit against the Yankees all season. Um, he kind of sucks. I mean, he's young though. Uh, he can't seem to track fly balls that well. Sometimes. No, he's not very good at that. Um, so that's kind of needed for some, but, I don't know. some people uh, like some people say like, you don't really need to know how to track a fly ball if you're an outfielder. Oh, I, I haven't he- heard that before. Um, no, no, no. They say you either need to track a fly ball or have a good enough arm to get anybody out. Um, he doesn't have that either. So. <laughs> I mean, Jonas Cespedes, he was a great outfielder for years. He didn't know how to track a fly ball, but he knew how to throw it. Yes, that is true. He had one of the <laughs> most iconic throws ever. Yeah. Um, Off of a terrible play. It doesn't yes. matter, though. Nobody remembers that. Nobody remembers play. the fact that he botched and kicked a ball into the corner of an outfield. Just the, the absolute cannon to home plate. Right. Um, right. That's a great point. But, yes, yeah. Duran has neither of those. But neither does our center fielder, Aaron Hicks. He is definitely not the answer. Um, Harrison Bader needs to come back from plantar fasciitis um, and stay tuned for our next episode. We find out what plantar fasciitis means from the pod doctor, Mr. Justin Kaplan, um, a scheduled guest for this show, um, a first time guest coming on for our um, episode that's going to be released later this week. So look forward to that because I Beal, do you know what plantar fasciitis means? Nope. It has something to do with your feet, I think. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. It does. I have no idea what in your foot. And uh, we'll find that out um, come Thursday. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And uh, now we get on to next week. We don't have to talk about last week at all. Right. Yeah. Um, the Yankees play seven games in seven days. They're all at home. They finally get to go back home. They're a much different team at home. So I'll keep telling myself that. Um, They play three games against the Rays and then a weekend four-game set against the Blue Jays. So if we're going to give away the division, 
this would be the week to do it. We definitely, definitely could do it. And the way we're going, I say we lose a series to the Rays somehow, two out of three, and we lose three out of the floor to the Blue Jays. I'm getting realistic at this point. The way this team's playing, the way they're dinged up uh, against the solid Blue Jays and Rays ball club who play much better baseball than the Yankees do. They play winning baseball. They do what needs to be done. Um, They don't just swing for the fences and and not put put runners on and steal bases like the Yankees were doing earlier in the year, and they just forgot how to do that. They reverted back to their old ways. So the Yankees will go – Two and five this week. Two and five. You know what? And that's better than our recent clip. We're two. We're three and like twelve or thirteen in our last sixteen. So two and five is a better click than that. So I'll take it. Yeah. Um. Red Sox have big week. Huge week. So, as we all know, the Red Sox have not played many AL East games yet, but they have lost a large sum of them. Uh, the Red Sox do have some ALEs games this week. We got the Orioles this weekend. Uh, during the week, we have the Pirates. If you don't sweep the Pirates, then you might as well just be a AAA team because that's all that they are. Um, so sweep of the pod- Pirates, and then you got to take two from the Orioles. You got to take back that coveted number four spot in the ALEs. We, we know everybody wants it. The Orioles have been longing for it for a long time, and they snagged it from the Red Sox, but we got to get it back. We're fighting for four, baby, this week, and and we got to take it. I like that. that. That's that's a beautiful podcast title right there, fighting for four. Yep. All right, so you got them, what, they got a three-game set on the weekend? Yep, yep. Three games against the Pirates, three games against the Orioles. So five and one you got them at this week? Yeah. All right. That's a great, great – you have – you're predicting as many wins for your team as I am losses for mine. So, it's yeah. very uh, very niche. Not something yeah. that we've had a lot on this podcast because we're no. two pretty hopeful hopeful guys. But I'm at it. I, we have not – we've been swept by um, two games set against the Astros, two games set against the Mets – Every team that's a playoff contending team losing the series against the Cardinals, or no, we got swept of the Cardinals, right? Losing the series against Mariners, against the Red Sox. Every team that's in it and halfway decent, we lose the series against them. So what's what's going to be different against the Rays and Blue Jays? Absolutely nothing. That's yeah. that's And for those of you still holding out hope for the Yankees and Yankees fans out there, um, let me be the first to tell you, um, it should be false hope. I, I, I hate hate to bring you down from that from that high, um, but this is not the same team um, from the beginning of the year. Uh, there's just something off. I, I, I don't know what's wrong with this lineup. It, it's just not clicking. Whatever lineup card Boone puts out there, they're not playing good baseball. Um, it just, I mean, in Mariners game, 13 in a game, they ran into – they got caught stealing like four different times. Um, they've just been giving games away. So I I can't – until my heart heals, this will be how I feel. So I'm sorry to you that are still holding out hope. Um, yeah, I, I hope you keep holding on because I was holding on for a long time. And you know what? And this is very 
very dramatic considering the Yankees still have a 10 game lead in the division, but I can see it. It's definitely slipping from their fingers. And, and this would definitely be the week to, to let it slip all the way. Uh, because if the, I could definitely see the Yankees going one and six, two and five this week. And then just like that, a 10 game lead turns into a six game lead. And we got to, sh- we got to, we got to race the last 45 games of the season. So, um, I'm hoping that's not the case, but, oh God, who knows? Sorry for going on, uh, on my soapbox deal. No, no, you're good. I, I mean, one thing, if, if I were to say from a, a non-bias standpoint, uh, after watching the games this weekend, I, I do think that Aaron Boone has turned a corner and I, I think it's, it, it says a lot about you as a manager when your team's not performing well. And it shows uh, to his ability and to his knowledge that he feels comfortable changing up the lineup card. And he did that. I I think every single game, like he had Benny in a different position and like he was moving around the lineup card. And I mean, Booney never used to do that. The first three years that he was a Yankees manager, he stuck to his lineup. He wanted the, the righty lefty, righty lefty, righty lefty. And it only worked one way for him. And it seems like now he's starting to realize that against different pitchers, there's an importance to changing up the lineup card. There's an importance, especially uh, when you're losing, but also when you're winning to sustain that growth and to sustain that ability um, in your team and just to be able to give different teams different looks. Um, I, I think that says a lot about his growth as a manager, and I have had my doubts about him, but um, I, I think that's that's a good step in the right direction. And um, even though you are losing, I, I mean, it's really only a matter of time you have the right pieces. Uh, you kind of just have to feel it out and, and figure out where everybody belongs for that time period. And um, and that's clearly what he's trying to do, trying to use his pitchers in different ways and not really afraid to mix up the bullpen. And um, that's kind of something that the Yankees have done well this year that I don't really recall them always doing well. Yeah, you give him praise, but still Friday night um, rolling out Clay Holmes there when he's blown three of the last four saves before stepping in into that role again. Um, yeah, but you got to trust your guys. Yeah, but uh, although he's been an all-star, he hasn't been our guy the last since the all-star break. He's just been bad, like really, really bad, yeah. like six ERA bad. Like every time he comes in, give up a run bad. So – um yeah I see how I, that's frustrating yeah it is um i i think he's gonna come back i you know i just said that but i i do like that he's trusted Holmes because for the bullpen guys especially giving giving up on them um that's gonna be make it even harder for him to come back um and right. be able to perform in those high leverage situations so yeah not not mad about that at all um but Rounding out today's episode, um, we're going to talk about the AL. You were saying the, the fight for fourth um, yeah. in the AL East. We're, we're going to say the fight East. for that third wild card spot in the AL. We're going to talk all wild card. What are the three teams in, this, in the American League that you think will make the wild card? Um, honestly, oh, wait. I... Yeah, it's three teams. Three teams, yeah. I, I think it's going to be 
I I just realized I, in a podcast that I said that there were seven teams in each division, fourteen total. One one of these podcasts, so uh, strike that from the record. At There's some a- point, I think they plan on expanding it to fourteen. I could be wrong about that, and I don't know exactly how that works. But I thought I remember in the negotiation that like they had plans in place for eventually expanding to fourteen. But I, I don't know. That's I maybe where my was, head was at, but yeah. that is not the case. There's six teams, um, three division winners, and three wild card. That's All right, right. Bill, please yeah. please get us started here. Um, so I, I think there's going to be a, a little bit of a change up in the AL wild card. I think Toronto is going to fall out of the wild card. Wow. Seattle's going to end up in the top spot with Tampa Bay in the number two and Boston in the three spot for the wild card. Wow. That is uh, Tampa Bay missing it entirely. That is. No, no, no. Tampa Bay's in it. I Toronto's mean, Toronto, out. Toronto. That's, that's yeah. a misslip. Again, like me saying, fourteen playoff teams. No, nope. yeah, get it right. Yeah, I'm, I, I apologize. <laughs> um, I like those. I, I like those picks. I like the Mariners. They play in a terrible division, um, except for the Astros, the Athletics, Angels, and Rangers. Are sorry excuses for baseball teams. Um, so, yeah, but also that AL Central is pretty weak. Um, so I just think that out of Twins, Guardians, and White Sox, two of those teams will make it. Um, as I said in last week's podcast, um, I think the Guardians are going to win that division and come out of it and that three-team race. I will say that um, the Twins get the third wild card slot. I will say – the Mariners end up in that first wild card slot, and I like the Blue Jays to finish in the second wild card spot. So I like something like in the AL, I like Guardians, Houston, obviously, and the Yankees to just hold on to a charging um, Toronto team that finishes second to the Mariners um, or first to the Mariners. I don't know between them, but I like Toronto, the Mariners, and I like the Twins. Yeah, um, I, I can't argue with that, but yeah, I mean, I, I like I like my take. The more the mer- the more teams now in the playoffs, the rate the race the playoff race just gets that much more exciting. Oh, I yeah. mean, you have the we didn't even mention the Orioles yet. That's a young team who's right in the thick of things and has a better record than the Red Sox still, which I don't think will last for long for long with the likes of Kike Hernandez coming back into the lineup. Um, uh, just to name one guy, but you have more, you have Tanner Howick who's supposed to be come, coming back pretty soon. So you got a couple more arms coming back for the Red Sox and Rich Hill is still making his way back. Um, a veteran arm who and arms help, you know, you've had a lot of rookies. So that, that always helps. Um, another team, the White Sox are still in it. Um, but other than that, I mean, there's really, I mean, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, there's no, there's seven teams fighting for three spots, really. I mean, the four teams that are trailing the Yankees in the AL East, then you have two out of the three of the Guardians, White Sox, and Twins, and then you have the Mariners as well. So seven teams for three spots. Um for us to get all three of those right, we'd have to 
know our stuff pretty well. So yeah, I, I, I think I nailed it, Theo. Nailed I it think right I on. nailed it. Okay. I do. All right. Well, we'll see if that, that plays out. If that's the case, then I'm going to have to post a picture in a, probably a Devers, Devers uh, shirt. I'll probably choose Devers because in two years he'll be a Yankee. So that, that'll stand for something. As if the Yankees pay anybody. We pay people. We just pay. We <laughs> Not pay, anymore. We pay the wrong people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I guess you pay other people's people. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Aaron Hicks, baby. Greatest seven-year contract ever. Um, well, that does it for us. I. It's been a pretty short podcast, but I think a pretty eventful. Po- oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's hold our horses before we we get we get to bed and and wish y'all a, a great week. Just one thing, Beal Fernando Tatis gets suspended for eighty games for PEDs. Um, do you? What's your feeling on this? Are you just sad? I'm sad because I think the Padres with Soto, Machado, and Tatis could have made a real run at things in the NL, um, and I think this just takes wind out of their sails. I, I don't want to hop on the bandwagon, but I am disappointed like everybody else. Like, I I hate, like, leaning into that because I do think it likely was just a mistake. But at the same time, like, I mean, you know what's on the illegal list. Like, you should be watching that. And, and I think it's just that. Like, it's a mistake. And it sucks that it happened because I don't think it's performance enhanced related. It just doesn't feel like you know a young player like that with that kind of ability would go to a drug to try to get better especially in today's MLB with so many tests they're just it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me but I I do think that it was careless um using you know the drug and I think he said it was for a ringworm uh bacterial infection on his neck and it's just like I don't know and to me, I think that's just scareless. Like you, you have a contract, you have everything that tells you what to do and what not to do as a baseball player. And like, I don't know. I, I mean, I think his teammates kind of said it the best and yeah, it's probably being like a little bit harsh and, and it really hurts to hear all that. But I mean, they're right. Like he was careless. He let down the team and let down the vision that they have going forward. And it is very disappointing that I won't get to see him play with Juan Soto and Machado this year. And he's going to miss about, I think, 20 to 40 games next year as well. So, um, I, I mean, this is a guy who has already missed so many games as a young baseball player. And we haven't really seen him on the field too much. Um, he's been chronically injured. And, I, I mean, this is just on top of it kind of ruins, like, his young twenties for baseball. I mean, he won't really play consistently until he's 25. And, um, and I mean, this is a guy that we got to see as a rookie when he was 20 and had anticipation of him playing full years and competing for the NL MVP. And like, and he had gotten to that point. It's just, he never stayed healthy long enough to actually be the NL MVP. And, and now he's got this. So it just, it's quite disappointing to me. Yeah, it's upsetting. Um, wish, I mean, wish him the best. But ringworm, yeah. damn, that's the yeah. that's yeah, that's that's a kind of that's a gross little disease there. So, um, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. whatever whatever he took it for um just it, i mean it's just it's sad it's sad yeah. the game of baseball because you obviously want the best players on the field right so, for sure. yeah um I, I i do feel bad for him because it is such a small mistake and everybody's kind of calling him uh immature and childish for like making that mistake which isn't entirely true because like yeah you got to read your contract you got to read what you like have signed to as an mlb player but you know seeing like his mom and dad tweet out pictures of his ringworm and like the medicine he was taking it's like it's one of the ones where you know it's not just an excuse about peds like you know that he did not intentionally take this um but again just kind of careless the way everything happened um so I, I do feel bad for him, but um, but yeah, I mean, his teammates aren't wrong for feeling a little bit betrayed. Yeah, because it yeah, you got to cross your eyes and dot your t's. That's what they say, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. That well, point. Yeah, um, that does it for us. Um, enjoy your brunches, your lunners, your sunsets, your sunrises, um, everything that the, your week offers you this week. Love you guys and gals. Theo, take us out. Uh, Love you all. And uh, now starts the wild card race. Fighting for fourth. Yeah, baby.